Our worlds are in danger. To save them and the galaxy, we must find the four cyber planet keys before the Decepticons can use them for evil. It is our mission. Hotshot, Jetfire, Vector Prime, Landmine, Scattershot, Optimus Prime, Jetfire, and Landmine, Scattershot, Jetfire, and Landmine, Scattershot, Optimus Prime, Hotshot, 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 Vector Prime, Optimus Prime, Vector Prime, Optimus Prime, Transform and Roll Out! From the Emerald City of Seattle, it's the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, Transformers, independent artists, interviews, Transformers, and stuff and things. Also sometimes Transformers. And now, here he is, the man that's more than meets the eye, Mike Seibert. Hey, welcome back to Mike's Cyber Radio. I am your host. And as you can see, uh, we've got a full house this evening. Uh, it's going to be a Mike Cyber Radio after dark, apparently. Uh, we are here chilling with the uh, the members of the More Than Meets the Ear podcast. And we're going to do a get to know you session and chat about stuff and things. But I thought uh, to, uh, you know, formally introduce folks, I I, I I want to do a little bit of an intro. I'm I'm, I'm inspired by y'all's intro for your uh, um, for your wonderful podcast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try my own uh, uh, version here. <laughs> Our podcasts are in danger. <laughs> to to save the live stream, I must unite the four hosts of More Than Meets the Ear before the Transformers fandom realizes how terrible Transformers Cybertron actually is. <laughs> it- is our mission <laughs> joining me is Stuart, Trish, Susan, Josh, and Mike. Transform and roll out, and that's about the extent of the yelling that that I'm going to do for now. Um, so, well, well, thank you all for taking the time to hang out with us this evening. Uh, how are we all doing? Pretty thumbs up, Mike. Yeah, doing good. Pretty thumbs doing up. Good. I was going to say, I bet you everybody was doing a-okay until I started talking about Cybertron being terrible. And I could just, I could just see Josh start to crumple inside like, like a, like a aluminum pop can. Just like, ah, my heart, my heart. It's okay. He does <laughs> that frequently. He's there, there, He's upset because you're right. Everyone loves you. We love you. <laughs> Especially Thundercracker. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get how, into how was that like one minute in <laughs> <laughs> barely barely so what i would like to do is go around the room briefly maybe and um maybe. let's uh let's introduce you guys and talk about a little bit of what you do in the fandom so like for example um i i've known folks that wear many hats in the fandom like i'm just a podcaster that that is the extent of my talents but i've got friends that are like voice actors and artists and podcasters and i'm insanely jealous of all of uh all of their talents um so let's uh so let's start in the top corner of the brady bunch corner and the uh what what i'm assuming is the mastermind of this entire project let's uh let's start with 
with Josh. Uh, kind of uh, tell us a little bit about about yourself and and um, let's let's kind of get into your Transformers fandom a bit. All righty. So I am a 27 year old man child, <laughs> and I got into Transformers uh, when Transformers Energon was out. Uh, amusingly, I saw the very first episode of that show without having any idea that it was, in fact, the pilot. And I have very little memory of Energon, but the show that really got me was the, the sequel to that-ish. We can get into whether or not they're really in continuity here. But uh, it was Cybertron. It really hooked me, even though the first episode that aired was the fourth episode with no context whatsoever. And I remember being significantly confused and wondering why Megatron didn't have antlers anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I fell in love with that show. Honestly, the toys are great. I have a bunch of them on my desk in front of me. Now I've been rebuying a lot of ones that I had in childhood that got completely destroyed because I played with them. And by played with them, I mean, uh, tied them to a string and suspended that from the ceiling and hit them with a baseball bat. I don't know why. I don't oh remember gosh. anything about what was going on there, but that's what's happened to my Energon snowcat. I'm going to write that down as something. Fell apart when I hit it with yeah. a baseball bat like a pinata. I, I was going to say email that. Josh's therapist about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why you I. <laughs> Exactly. So that's I, why I randomly we came up with yes, the that's paper. <laughs> I randomly came up with the idea to do a podcast about this specific show uh, while I was listening to the Autopod Decepticast back when they were still doing the whole uh, the whole eighty six movie one minute at a time. I'm like, this is an interesting idea. What about doing a show one episode at a time? What about Cybertron? Ooh! And then Iacon Online happened, and I messaged these two weirdos and. Uh, <laughs> They had no idea who I was, and fortunately, they didn't think I was some weird creeper. So now we have a well, podcast. I, I did think you were a weird creeper at first, actually. So you have to take that back. And yeah. then I looked into you. So did Mike go. when I messaged him about collaborating? Apparently, <laughs> yes. It, it's true. It's it, it's something about word choice. I I don't know. I just I got a I got a weird sketch vibe, and I uh, we we actually kind of dive into that a little more on the episode of your show that I'm a guest on. Uh, episode five coming up in a in presumably a handful of weeks, maybe a, a couple months. I don't know what y'all's release schedule is, but uh, but yeah, no, we we talked about some of that origin story stuff. Right, <laughs> <It's> eventually. <laughs> If we're, we're going around if we're going around like uh introducing yeah. ourselves yeah yeah i'm going to pass bumblebee's oh voice box to susan wow <laughs> that's um where did you throw i think you might have thrown that into my bedroom i heard something knock whatever uh, hell dimension. is that <laughs> went to hammer space so uh, so be before we get too far I guess, I guess we should explain that a, a little bit that's uh so having recorded with uh with you nice folks already that's uh that that was a bit of a surprise to me as well i'm just like oh so that's so we pass the virtual talking stick okay i i can hang with this i'm flexible but yes yeah, so in your case on more than meets the ear it is the the bumblebee voice box talking stick and 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 now it is in 
Susan's possession. So yeah, I guess it's uh, it's all you, homie. Yeah. So um, with the voice box, like the first episode, we had a talking stick, but we wanted it to be more in context. Um, so it became the voice box, and then it evolved from there to us doing more elaborate ways to pass it to each other as shown by Josh, who just threw into hammer space. I'll have to go find it, but um, yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I'm Susan. I, I also go by Suna a lot in the fandom. So you might know me as that instead. I am caring less and less about what my actual name is being portrayed as. Um, I became a fan in like, I think when the, the first Bay movie came out because I watched it on airplane and I thought it was really bad, but I had a crush on Bumblebee because I had all kinds of weird childhood crushes and he was one of them. So kind of joined the fandom then didn't really do a whole lot until I watched prime like maybe four or five years ago. And then it just all kind of exploded from there. So um, I was one of the, co-organizers of Icon Online, um, mostly doing like the background tech stuff. I was also, you probably saw me in the intro on Saturday morning if you tuned into that. So that was me. Um, I also do a lot of art. I have posted a couple things recently where, um, you know, d done a couple of zines, done a cover for one of the zines, have a couple interesting projects coming up. And I also do fan fiction which is how most people I think came to know me. So yeah, I'm just all over the, the, the Gen Z side of the fandom doing the whatever. And also, yeah, the artistness I'm, I made the more than meets the air logo. It took like hour and a half and it was because Josh was yelling at me to do it because I kept forgetting. So <laughs> I love it. Only, I love only it. a so, little bit. So Susan, while, while we're chatting here, um, before we got too much further, I, you know, you mentioned Iacon online a bit and, um, being one of the organizers myself, uh, I wanted to say publicly, thank you for all of the help and sanity and stability that you you brought to uh, our our band of merry fans. You uh you, you came to us at a at a time where we really needed some help and stability and you really kind of helped reground us. And re I mean, there's I mean I I don't want to get into it here, but there there was a um we were a short breath from not doing the con um through a, a number of different circumstances but yeah it's uh you know what once you kind of came on board and kind of you know uh, kind of you had a soothing effect on all of us uh, uh, in addition to your uh, uh technology mastery so um i i know we we kind of gave each other shout outs a bit during like the the closing ceremonies of icon but since it's my show and i got you here i wanted to say on behalf of myself and all of my friends uh thank you for uh Thank you for being a friend, as the, as the song goes. Oh, well, <laughs> you guys are too nice to me. I feel like I get you people give me way too much credit, but I just like to, I don't know. I I was really excited when I was my friend Challie that invited me to kind of help yeah. with the tech on Icon Online, and then there was just so much like drama and shenanigans with the technology side of things. And I just wanted to come in and I was like, we're going to make it work. Cause this is an amazing idea. And I'm so glad that like, I've met so many cool people through it. I've 
like it kind of rejuvenated a love for a love for the fandom that I'd kind of lost in all of the stress of quarantine. So it was it was amazing. And you guys are too nice. And my makeup looks too pretty for me to cry. But thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Your aesthetic is on point, as always. I must. Say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the vibe. Cool. So with that, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the bumblebee voice box stick and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition here and, and I'm I'm not meaning to skip Stuart, but I'm gonna skip Stuart for a sec. The, the, the man with the golden voice. Uh we'll we'll get to you soon enough. I want to talk to Trish for a sec because oh gosh. I, basically what what where this all comes from it seems is from icon online and you know that that's where a lot of us got connected and i i gotta say before before i learned trish's origin story um you you were kind of a um legend in the in in our chats it's like oh patricia's got that handled oh patricia this <laughs> patricia that and i i had I had um, never met you before. I don't know if we were connected on socials before uh, before the con. And I remember when you hosted the War for Cybertron panel, which was fantastic. Uh, uh, one of the one, one of the one, you're welcome. Uh, uh, definitely one of the highlights of the show, and with some real heavy hitters, um, you know, so, some some real uh, some real folks that are that are uh, popular and prolific in in this uh, this fandom. And I remember when the stream started, and uh, you know, I, I you know I see FJ and 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 Jason, and and up in this like little teeny tiny corner, somebody looking barely up over over their screen. I I see this a uh, a uh, uh, little lady person. And I'm just like, I'm like, is this like bring your your kid to live stream day? It's like, is she is she gonna go get her mom or something? And then, but then you brought then then you I'm like, oh, that's Patricia. Okay, I get it now. And so, um, a, a lot of my narrative I think seems to be in a teasing manner, and I mean it with all of the affection uh, possible because you are a rock star, and uh, and you've been really cool to. Uh, <laughs> To, to get to know and hang out with uh, in, in this uh, in this goofy fandom. So like I I, I teased you a lot when uh, when we did our episode of More Than Meets the Ear, and I can't guarantee that that won't continue unless of course you say please don't do that because it's weird. But um, but like I, I I'm an only child. I've I've never had younger siblings. So. Um, I I don't know where that energy has come from in me, but apparently that's that's where it's going. Because Mike has because, adopted you, Trish. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> I I think I think you are adorable, and I think you are awesome. So I just I just wanted to get all that out of the way. Now that being said. Go ahead and tell us about yourself and what, what you do in the fandom. All right. Well, um, I'm going to backpedal for a second and address kind of a little bit of what you said. And also, it's totally fine. I can take all the harassment. I'm the oldest of four siblings. So oh! that doesn't mean I'm old at all. You, you probably thought I was so young because I am. I'm 19. I turned 19 in February. So I'm pretty young. And yeah, the, the War for Cybertron panel was my first time ever doing any kind of panel anything. And so I was terrified, absolutely terrified. Um, I actually, I know, I know Frank and Jason. I met them at TFCon LA 
2019 and that's how I got to know them and just kind of, you know, hit it off, get along with them relatively decently. And I reached out to Frank and Jason was like, Hey guys, would you maybe mind doing this? I was on the fence about it for a while. Like, Oh, you know, I'm no, nobody in this fandom. Should I even do that? And then I went along with it and it turned out really well. Frank offered to reach out to FJ and Matt for me. And so he brought them on the panel and I was like, <laughs> because all of a sudden it wasn't just my friends anymore. It was, you know, the my two friends, Frank and Jason and FJ and Matt. So it stakes got a whole lot higher really fast. And Frank actually sent me a message that morning being like, you know, it's okay. I know you're nervous, but you're going to do good. And I spent hours agonizing over those questions and tried to get some of the fan ones in, but still ask everybody all their questions at the same time. So that was a terrifying experience. Really enjoyed it. And that's when this creeper up here reached out to me. I think this is job for everybody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't actually, I didn't do Twitter really before Icon Online and even after. So I go into my inbox like a week or two after and there's a notification that won't go away. And I okay. can't figure out where this notification is coming from. And it turns out it's my inbox on Twitter. And I was like, what the heck? And then I thought it was an ad. I thought it was one of those like spam messages you get. And then I realized yeah. it wasn't. And I was like, this is not even less creepy. <laughs> but then I looked into it and I was like, oh, he's follows and is followed by a bunch of the Iacom people. So I messaged him back, was not sure if this was an actual thing or him just pulling my leg. And then it's like, oh, cool. Yes, I guess I will do that. And so that's how that happened. And then I haven't been in the fandom very long. Um, seriously in the fandom. I've been, I've liked Transformers. I w started watching it when Animated came out, but not seriously. I was only five when Animated came out. So we're going to do a quick age check right there. <laughs> the first thing I really got into was Prime. And I saw the movies. I remember seeing Revenge of the Fallen in theaters, but I don't know if I saw the live action, the 2007 one in theaters. But Prime is the first show that I watched from beginning to end lot uh watched it every week you know on the hub when it came out and then um i went to the transformers 86 they had a showing at a local theater of mine and i had kind of just gotten back into the fandom in 2018 and yeah. i met somebody there who happened to be involved in the fandom some of you probably know him. his name's joe troutman he's a pretty cool guy and um he told me he was going to tfcon la and so then i did like i got did that and I was already in the fandom by then. I think I've been in the fandom like officially since like 2016 is when I kind of did my obsessive compulsive Transformers deep dive. Okay. So yeah, that's I do not much in the fandom aside from having hosted one panel. I write a little bit of fan fiction, but not enough to be considered anything. And I'm just kind of a baby in all aspects. I love the <laughs> novels. Those are my favorite. So yeah, I'm going to quit rambling now. And that's the talking stick. I guess back to Mike here, Mike, you can. Have oh, it. oh, thank you. So thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, or to Bumblebee's yeah. voice box. I lied. Oh yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You got, you got to maintain that, uh, that kayfabe. Um, it's interesting that TFCon LA kind of became this nexus of missed connections. So it's like, I've, in the two years since that's been, I've gotten connected with more people that were there that I didn't see um, than folks I think I actually connected with when I went. So that that's uh, to me, that's just kind of like a weird object lesson in how 
small the world can be sometimes because like yeah I, I think all throughout iacon it, it was just like oh you were there too oh yeah well i guess I, I guess that makes sense. Uh, so many misconnections. In fact, um, uh, Susan, if I remember correctly, we missed each other at uh, at TFCon Toronto, right? Or or yes. am I, I? Yeah, yeah, we did because we were. That was my first TFCon actually. Mm -hmm. um, I went there because I was. I don't even know why I ended up actually going to it. <laughs> um, but then, like, I I was gonna go to all of them since, and then the Corona hit. But yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I remember seeing your face out and about, but like I was in the artist alley most of the time. So yeah. yeah. And it was sad because we talked about that a lot in like our organizer chat. And we talk about that on the podcast. We're just like, Oh yeah, I was here doing this thing. And like Josh would be like, Oh, I was, there was this musical thing that I did around here. And I was like, I live there. So it's just, yeah. it's wild how all of these things <laughs> could have happened and then didn't happen. <laughs> It, it's so weird because like there there's there's this weird alternate reality where we all bumped into each other or maybe even ran into each other and didn't even know it that that kind of thing it's it's yeah. that that kind of stuff kind of messes with your head when when you think about it for too much and for too long but um so that being said let's uh let's introduce the the final member of the more than meets the ear cast um Stuart how you doing I'm doing okay I've had a full day of work and uh so i'm the reason this is broadcasting at this hour because i had to wait until i got home <laughs> but but doing okay today so far awesome well i really appreciate you taking the time and joining us and you know making sure that like you know we had had the full team together it makes it makes it feel very epic and very special um i you know i and i said this uh, when when we all recorded together, but I, uh, I I'm I'm going to try to ask you as many questions as I can just to keep you talking because I can listen to your voice all day long and it is just I mean I I'm just again I I am jealous of all my friends that have all of these gifts and talents and it's uh, it's disgusting it's disgusting. Um, Stuart's voice is like butter. It's beautiful. It really is. It really yeah. is. We talk about it all the time. It's a hot topic in our in our group chat is Stuart's face. We're all jealous. He's the, he's the most quiet of all of us. Like you'll just kind of hear him laugh yeah. every once in mm -hmm. a while or like chime in with some reference that no one understands or say something completely out of pocket. But when you yeah, do, like everyone listens because we're like... <laughs> yeah. And sometimes he'll say the total last thing you'd expect to come out of Stuart's mouth, which is always the funniest and causes the uproarious laughter. Yeah. Half the time, I mean, half of our podcast is uproarious laughter, but still. Right. The end of the last episode, he he ruined us by doing that. <laughs> he ruined Josh mostly. We thought it was hilarious. It was yeah. pretty good. Yes. The the titular cyber planet key is glowing. Oh my god, they all got cyber planet keys. My god. My god. No, 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 no. This isn't a cyber planet key. This is just a cyber key. Oh, oh that's my. right. And those are completely this different. This is a cyber things. planet key. Why do you yes. have the bag on your look? <laughs> yeah, why is I don't know. I brought all my Cybertron stuff down to my studio just for this. <laughs> I, I love it. 
I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the visual aids as they, as they uh, uh, come about as, as we go. And we'll, we, we'll talk about uh, uh, cyber keys and cyber planet keys and all that in, in due course. Uh, but Stuart, if I, if I, if I've picked this up correctly from um, our, our little bit of interaction as, as well as when we uh, recorded together, um, tell me about your, uh, Transformers fandom because I think if I'm not mistaken we're relatively close in age so that that makes you the elder statesman of uh, of you know I, I spend a lot of time chatting with younger folks in the fandom and I almost forget sometimes what it's like to talk to folks my own age <laughs> yeah that's what it's like on this podcast for me yeah right uh, <laughs> I make a reference they don't know who Squiggy is uh, Hello, Squiggy. Why is the guy from Laverne and Shirley living in our house? Because nobody's watching you clowns. If you was to ask me, you're all too calm and happy. The essence of drama is conflict. That's why they gave me this taser. Just... Oh, they didn't know who Gomer Pyle was when I mentioned that. Yeah, uh, oh just Still way out of nowhere. Still don't. Nope. I sent a link. Clutches. Is that, is that an Andy Griffith show? <laughs> that doesn't thing? mean we watched it. Yes. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Spun it. Spun out. Oh, it's that. Andy. It's Andy Griffith show. Okay. It, it's it's yes. part of the Andy Griffith cinematic universe. Yes. <laughs> cinematic universe. All Susan's favorite thing. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We just had a conversation about that. <laughs> but anyway. Universe, yeah. Yeah. So, Stuart, tell us but, about you. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we don't so, understand you. Yes, Stuart. <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, right? <laughs> uh, unlike Trish, I am a middle child. And oh, okay. So <laughs> being quiet is kind of my repertoire. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, I, I, when I was a kid, I got the Transformers. Uh, I had a couple older cousins who got them as well. Um, and of course they were, they were the talk of grade school at the time, uh, 1984 transformers for everyone else. Uh, and the, uh, uh, a tragic event happened, uh, during my teenage years where I decided to throw out all of my toys and, uh, yeah, yeah. And then a few years later, I decided I wanted them all back. Yeah. And so I've been slowly. And we're killing them. Josh again. Josh, it's too early to die. It's, it's too early in this. So I've been, I'd been connecting with a few people here and there. Uh, some close friends uh, were into it at the time. I went to uh, Transcon 2 in Chicago in 97. Okay. Uh, which is before it was an official anything. Uh, and I don't even know one, what that is. <laughs> it, it, they just did a couple of them and it was just an unofficial Doug Parker was there uh, Pterosaur um, and they had uh, the last one I went to was the BotCon in Dallas uh, and I met that was a few a long people time there ago. yes it was <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but I've been mostly collecting I draw a little bit uh, I met Josh through a mutual voice acting group. We're working on a project to reenact uh, more than meets the eye. Uh, 
digitally with sound effects and all that fun stuff. Nice. Uh, and we still have a group chat. We still all talk. Uh, and Josh had posted about, was anyone interested in doing a podcast about Cybertron? And I hadn't watched it. Uh, I had a few of the toys, but I hadn't watched the any of the episodes. I didn't have cable at the time. So I, I didn't really know what was going on in the show. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically I, I saw the ad. I thought it would look like fun <laughs> to quote Peter from Deadpool 2. Right. <laughs> and ooh, ooh, I, I, I understood that reference. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> you got you to placate the, the boomers. That, and, and Thank you. The fun part is I understood that reference is actually a reference in and of itself because <laughs> Captain America says it in the Avengers. Right. So every time someone says, I understood that reference, it's actually a reference also. I, I understood that reference. It's true. Yes, thanks for ruining the yeah. joke, Trish, by over-explaining it. You know what? It's multi you know what? Oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's getting real, this, real This slow. podcast is just full of shade. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm I'm fine with that. I I'm cool with all kinds of shade, low key shade, high key shade. I, I I'm I'm here for all that tea. I I'm low you key know, shade, just... door shade, <laughs> cellular shade. Josh, you didn't know what tea was, right? That was you. Uh, yeah, I was no, the one Josh who did was the one who didn't know what tea was, was right? No, oh, okay. he didn't. I, I had to explain it to him. <laughs> yeah, 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 I. I, I run into to entanglements like that with folks my own age sometimes because like I kind of like have this weird blade the daywalker thing where I kind of like walk between worlds again where I'm like interacting with with folks younger than myself in the fandom and I and I pick up these weird turns of phrases like like I, I was talking to my boss the other day and I said something I'm like oh I'm here for that tea and and he looks at me he's like excuse me I mean there there's there, there, there's water in the cooler if uh, if you need a refreshment. Oh, and I'm like, God. I'm like, oh no, no, I'm here, I'm here for the hot goss. And he's like, that, that, go back to your desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I'm hopeless, and I, and I think a lot of it is because like I, I spent three years on a college radio station with with uh folks significantly younger than me so it's like a lot of the slang actually you know what's funny my um my meme game is kind of frozen in like 2015 to 2018 and his name is john Cena. So I'll I'll still make like actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf uh, references, and it's like Mike, that's been over for years. It's over. I'll be like Asa, dude, and it's like no, Asa, dude, is over. It's been over. So, but you can say that you're doing it ironically because, like, internet memes move so fast nowadays that yes. if you revert to like a vintage meme from like a year ago. You know, you can say you're doing it ironically because I'll go into work and I'm like, I saw dudes and I'm convinced most of my coworkers have no idea what I'm saying half the time. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's fine. I'm I'm being ironic. So just tell people that's that, that's what you're doing and don't acknowledge that you don't know any memes of today. It's and Mike, you to can't do. even feel bad. You can't even feel bad, Mike, because my favorite memes are Philosoraptor. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, so my God. Bad. <laughs> you can't even feel bad because those are my favorite. That's good. <laughs> How do I that, is, 
<laughs> that, that is good stuff. That that's uh, they're like memes. actually like intellectually funny. Okay, not this just picture <laughs> neon color reverse spectrum crap. No, they're actually funny and intellectual. I got gotcha. you, Rick and Morty <laughs> fan. Uh, I have never watched that show it, actually. Okay, so nor have I. Is 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 Shia LaBeouf not funny anymore? Is that the vibe I'm getting here? <laughs> It's still funny, but no, it's, it's an no, it's retro funny. meme. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's a vintage meme, a classic meme. If uh, it's retro, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, there you go, retro. retro. Exactly. <laughs> so Mike, I love all this. Yes, what you're telling us is you're actually the slowpoke meme in real life. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> in a, in a lot of ways, it it uh it, it makes me mm. as as helpless <laughs> as it is endearing. So. Um, <laughs> But Stuart, while I while I got you here, you know, we we talked a lot about uh, you know misconnections and and small orbits and small worlds. Um, we've uh, we have a couple homies in common as well, and have kind of uh, um, kind of uh, indirectly <clears throat> been involved in the same project. You've uh, you've done some uh, voice work for the Transformers Reanimated project. Yes, uh, and I just listened to your episode this week, the Outback episode. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. <laughs> you played Prowl, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I kind of have those Michael Bell characters <laughs> kind of on lock. That and uh, Luke Skywalker, Bumblebee. Oh, here's your taco. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, um, so yeah, that's that. That's a fun fan fiction project, and, oh, uh, yeah. Greg and Greg and Yoshi are are awesome folks. Um, I really love working with them, and yeah, I was. Uh, I, I think I was stalking your Instagram, and you know, Yoshi's really good about about sending those clips for us to to share those of us that you know participate in the in the voice cast and i I was like oh yeah that's right and i had listened to that when it dropped too and i just i i didn't i didn't put two and two together so it's like no i just i i I thought that was a lot of fun do you um do you do a lot of uh, voiceover work because if you don't you should (laughs) i do uh work with uh another uh stop motion guy uh, do a lot of voices for him. Uh, Swagwave on YouTube. Okay. Uh, played Doctor Strange and lots of lots of other character voices. Uh, sometimes bad guys, sometimes good guys. But uh, writing that down on my paper. Everybody <laughs> said I wouldn't need. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I do that. Uh, and yeah, the uh, that's mostly what I have been working on is is those stop motions with him he does all the stop motion he just gives me the dialogue i record it give him a few takes and he pieces it all together but he does a great job uh and it's really fun working with his scripts uh it's helped me get a little bit further and into being more comfortable doing voices and and acting uh behind the mic as it were Totally. Yeah. And, and like I said, it's, it, it is, it's a really fun project. It's uh, I, I can't get enough of it. And, and there's, there's a, there, there's a, pi- a palpable vibe uh, when, uh, when you guys are recording together, or at least, or at least that is with uh, the folks I've recorded with. It's uh, it, it's way more fun than it should be. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh, did you, uh, you uh, do some voice work also? 
Yes, I do. I'm also with uh, the Audio Nights Theater back when it uh, properly existed and was doing things. Uh, I, in particular, I did uh, I did editing for them as well as I was slated to be the voice of Fulcrum in uh, More Than Meets the Eye issues seven and eight that I recorded all my dialogue for, and then we stopped doing the things. Yeah. <laughs> Lousy. But fortunately, COVID. I just got to do uh, the the Mental Scorpionock Discord server has a book club, and I read uh, earlier today with, with Trish. Actually, I read Fulcrum for issue eight, so that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I got to be Spinister. That was fun. Nice. <laughs> oh, that I, I could totally misfire picture that. a lot That's when you awesome. thought Misfire was Spinister. <laughs> Once, one time, one time <laughs> did I read Misfire instead of Spinister. I mean, they got the same colors. Okay, okay, yeah, that's right. Wrong. The other, it's the other one that you read instead of Minister was Croc was, at one point, I think. But that was just because the dialogue was in a funny spot, and I thought it was pointing to Spinister, but it was not mm. pointing to Spinister. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> Spinister. Is it Spinister or Spinster? I've heard spinister. it both ways. I next, made the same mistake. Yeah, he, he's not. I thought it, it was Spinster to the. To the point where I recorded all of my dialogue for the Audionites and re- referred to him as Spinster, and oh. literally years later, didn't re- finally read it again and realized, oh, it's Spinister, it's a pun. I yeah, like his name wrong for like years. Not. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, he's he he's not an unwed woman in, in old timey times of a certain age. <laughs> he's a sinister that dude with a makes it better. That spins. I know, right? <laughs> Spinster, a woman who has never been married, especially one past the typical marrying age according to social traditions. One who spins puts a spin on a political media story so as to give something a favorable or advantageous appearance, a spin doctor, spin merchant or spin master. Someone whose occupation was spinning thread. Spinster synonyms, old maid. S-P-I-N-S-T-E-R. Spinster. Oh man, that's, that's too funny. Um, Today. My life is changing as we speak. <laughs> Isn't it always changing? As, as, as what I have heard in listening to your podcast, More Than Meets the Ear, and again, we do have the, the entire cast and host of uh, the More Than Meets the Ear podcast. It's a, um, I, I guess it's a, a Transformer Cybertron discussion podcast. I'm reluctant to call it a recap I podcast I because... <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we don't really so, recap the episodes. No. I mean, no, and I mean, less of the time is spent actually talking about what we're supposed to be talking about than it is uh-huh. talking about whatever the heck tangent we go down, because very, very little time is actually spent discussing, at, at, in any depth, Transformer Cybertron. When you listen, we to usually it. start off by talking about the pod. We t- we start off with talking about it, and then we kind of just drift in other directions because i mean it's an hour-long podcast and like 22 minute episode so in them yeah it's yeah it's whatever usually we're in the mood for usually we open and i'm like okay so uh this episode uh awkward silence and then susan pops in with what was this rubbish I love nothing more than mocking this show because it's a train wreck, and I I love it for that. You know, I think you're gonna have to take that back. I think you love shipping Thundercracker and Jetfire more than you love ragging on this show. 
Ooh, I don't know. That's actually pretty close because I do, <laughs> I do care very deeply about their love, but I also <laughs> really hate this show. <laughs> but I love hating it. It's so fun to hate, but I also love it. I'm an enigma wrapped in another enigma. That's fascinating because really what, one of the things that, that I have found incredibly interesting in the last few years that I've, I've learned more about the Transformers fandom because like, you know, and, and Stuart will kind of back me up on this. Like it was, it was just, you know, good versus evil robot fights when, when, and, and I thought that's what it was like, um, you know, I don't know, as recently as like three, four years ago. Um, and then I started interacting with folks in the fandom and they're like, oh, yeah, no, they kiss. And I'm like, they kiss? Why, why would they kiss? And Because they're in love. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, duh. why are they in love? And so it's just been like this whole um, uh, unraveling thread to where the point now it's like, oh, you know, I, I, I can get down with some ships. That's, that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll skip the part where uh, there was, uh, oh, I forget who the artist was, but somebody was, uh, um, it was right before TFCon. Jack they were Lawrence. like, hey, well, I mean, Jack. I'll, I'll get no, no, no. It's it actually, actually, no. It was, I have no idea what you're even talking about, but I'm assuming it's going to be Jack Lawrence. I, I remember who it was now, and it's not Jack Lawrence, and it has an extra twinge of irony to it because um, they they put out on their Twitter, they're like, hey, man, if I put out an art book of ships, uh, would people buy it at TFCon? And I'm like, like, yeah, Alex, man. It? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have that. It's right over there. I actually, and, and I bought well, I that book guys. also because by the time between I when I figured it out and when I got there, I'm like, oh well, I need to I need to support this nonsense. So it's it's uh it, it's fun stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I I am embarrassed to admit that I really thought he was talking about spaceships. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I really okay, did. To be fair, and then I'm like, oh, it, 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 it's the one where the boy it, robots it kiss. Did. It's fine. Yeah, it actually <laughs> so did take. Wrong. I remember this. I do remember him asking. I also thought he was talking about spaceships, right? You because sweet innocent flowers. They're both no, like because it's Alex it's like... Milne, <laughs> and he yeah. does like ship designs and all that. I'm like, oh. That that was the association I made. Like, oh, because I'm sure he knows the actual architectural, yeah. the, the whole floor map of the Lost Light. He knows that somewhere. I'm sure he has a doodle of it. Exactly. I mean, like when I was you a know. kid, I I bought like blueprints of like the Starship Enterprise and like you know all kinds of like Star Wars stuff. So I really thought it was going to be like something very schematic in nature, and uh, it's not. It's it's boys ro boy robots kissing. So uh, That's schematic and, you in know, nature. It, it actually <laughs> took me a while to figure out what the heck a ship was because I, you know, came into Transformers very, had little exposure to the fandom and then kind of like jumped in with both feet and was like, what's going on? And it took me a good while, a few fan fictions to figure out what the heck a ship actually was and to be like, oh, this is a thing because I was so familiar with the novels and, you know, the kind of more serious shows like Prime and stuff where they don't have any of that in there. And so it took me a while. To figure oh, out folks, folks have found a way. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like I, I, um, I, I think one of one of my largest exposures to uh, retroactive shipping, like in G one, was there. There was a podcast. 